Shalom and welcome to Daily Bread for Busy Moms, a daily Bible reading podcast that goes through the whole Bible in a year. We follow along with the weekly Torah portions and read daily from the Torah, the prophets, the writings, and the apostles. If you want to learn more about the podcast or connect with us online, find us at dailybreadmoms.com. There you'll find information about the journal. Um, that's the Bible reading plan that we use, um, which Bible translation we use, and how to contact us. You'll also see information about how you can support the podcast by becoming a patron and how we can connect with you more. We've got some new things for our sweet patrons and are excited to let you hear from us in more ways beyond the daily Bible readings. So find us at dailybreadmoms.com. We look forward to connecting with you. Let's get to our podcast episode for today. Shalom, this is Johanna, your reader today. Today is Wednesday, the 18th of October the third of Cheshvan on the Hebrew calendar. And this week, our portion from the Torah is called Noah, or Noah in English. And so we're going to start by reading Genesis 8.15 through 9.7. Before we get into our readings, let's take a moment to bless God and thank Him for His word. Blessed are you, Lord our God, King of the universe, who gives the Torah of truth and the good news of salvation to his people Israel and to all peoples through his Son, Yeshua the Messiah, our Master. Then God spoke to Noah, saying, Come out of the ark, you and your wife, your sons and your sons' wives with you. Every animal that is with you of all flesh, including the flying creatures, livestock, and every crawling creature that crawls on the land, bring out with you and let them swarm in the land and be fruitful and multiply upon the land. So Noah came out with his sons, his wife, and his sons' wives. Every animal, every crawling creature, every flying creature, everything that crawls upon the land, came out from the ark in their families. Then Noah built an altar to the Lord, and he took of every clean domestic animal and of every clean flying creature, and he offered burnt offerings on the altar. When the Lord smelled the soothing aroma, the Lord said in his heart, I will never again curse the ground on account of man. Even though the inclination of the heart of humankind is evil from youth, nor will I ever again smite all living creatures as I have done. While all the days of the land remain, seed time and harvest, cold and heat, summer and winter, day and night will not cease. God blessed Noah and his sons, and he said to them, Be fruitful and multiply, and fill the land. The fear and terror of you will be on every wild animal and on every flying creature of the sky, with everything that crawls on the ground and with all the fish of the sea. Into your hand they are given. 
every crawling thing that is alive will be food for you, as are the green plants. I have now given you everything. Only flesh with its life, that is, its blood, you must not eat. Surely your lifeblood will I avenge. From every animal and from every person will I avenge it. From every person's brother will I avenge that person's life. The one who sheds human blood, by a human will his blood be shed. For in God's image he made humanity. But as for you, be fruitful and multiply. Flourish in the land and multiply in it. That was Genesis, or Bereshit, 8.15 through 9.7. Our portion today from the prophets is Joshua 11. Now, when Yavin, king of Chatzor, heard about it, he sent word to Yovav, king of Madon, to the king of Shimron, to the king of Achshaf, and to the kings of the north, in the hill country, in the Arava south of Kinerot, in the lowland, and in the regions of Dor to the west, the Canaanites in the east and west, the Amorites, the Hittites, the Perizzites, the Jebusites in the hill country, and the Hivites at the foot of Hermon in the land of Mitzpah. So they came out, they and all their families with them, a multitude with as many people as the sand on the seashore, with very many horses and chariots. All these kings joined forces, came and camped together at the waters of Merom to fight with Israel. But the Lord said to Joshua, Do not be afraid because of them, for tomorrow at this time I will give all of them slain before Israel. You are to hamstring their horses and burn their chariots with fire. So Yehoshua and all the people of war with him attacked them suddenly at the waters of Merom and fell upon them. Then the Lord gave them into the hand of Israel, so that they defeated them and chased them as far as great Sidon and Misrephot Maim, and up to the valley of Mitzpah eastward. They struck them down until they left them no survivors. Yehoshua did to them as the Lord had instructed him. He hamstrung their horses and burnt their chariots with fire. At that time, Yahushua turned back and captured Chatzor and struck its king with the sword, because Chatzor had formerly been the head of all those kingdoms. They struck down every single soul in it with the edge of the sword, putting them to the ban. There was none left that breathed after he burned Chatzor with fire. Thus Yahushua captured all the cities of those kings and all their kings, and he struck them with the edge of the sword, putting them to the ban, just as Moshe, the servant of the Lord, had commanded. But as for the cities that stood on their mounts, Israel did not burn any of them except Chatzor alone, which Yehoshua did burn. All the spoil of these cities and the cattle Bnei Israel took as their booty, but they struck down every person with the edge of the sword until they had destroyed them. 
not sparing anyone who breathed. Just as the Lord had commanded Moshe his servant, so Moshe commanded Yehoshua, and so Yehoshua did. He left nothing undone of all that the Lord had commanded Moshe. So Yehoshua captured all this land, the hill country, the Negev, all the land of Goshen, the lowland, the Arava, the hill country of Israel, and its lowland, from the Mount Chalak that ascends to Seir, all the way to Baal Gad in the valley of Lebanon, at the foot of Mount Hermon. He captured all their kings, struck them down, and put them to death. For a long time Yehoshua made war with all those kings. There was not a city that made peace with Bnei Israel except the Hivites who inhabited Givon. All the rest they took in battle. For it was of the Lord to harden their hearts to encounter Israel in battle, that they might be put to the ban, that they might receive no mercy, in order to destroy them as the Lord had commanded Moshe. At that time, Yehoshua went and cut off the Anakim from the hill country, from Chevon, Devir, Anav, and from the entire hill country of Yehuda, and from the entire hill country of Israel. Yehoshua put a ban on them with their cities. There was none of the Anakim left in the land of Bnei Israel, except some were left in Gaza, Gat, and Ashdod. So Yehoshua captured the whole country, according to all that the Lord had spoken to Moshe. And Yehoshua gave it for an inheritance to Israel, according to their divisions by their tribes. Then the land had rest from war. That was Yehoshua, or Joshua, chapter 11. Today, our portion from the writings is Psalm 11. For the music director, a psalm of David. In the Lord I have taken shelter. How can you say to my soul, Fly like a bird to your mountain? For look, the wicked bend the bow. They fix their arrow on the bowstring so they can shoot from the shadows at those who are upright in heart. If our foundations are destroyed, what should the righteous do? The Lord is in his holy temple. The Lord's throne is in heaven. His eyes are watching. His eyelids observe the children of men. The Lord examines the righteous. But the wicked and one loving violence his soul hates. On the wicked he will rain down fire, brimstone, and scorching wind as the portion of their cup. For the Lord is righteous. He loves justice the upright will see his face. That was Psalm 11. Today's portion from the Apostles is Matthew 9. After getting into a boat, Yeshua crossed over and came to his own town. Just then, some people brought to him a paralyzed man lying on a cot. And seeing their faith, Yeshua said to the paralyzed man, Take courage, son. Your sins are forgiven. Then some of the Torah scholars said among themselves, This fellow blasphemes. And knowing their thoughts, Yeshua said, Why are you entertaining evil in your hearts? 
For which is easier to say, your sins are forgiven, or to say, get up and walk? But so you may know that the Son of Man has authority on earth to pardon sins. Then he tells the paralyzed man, get up, take your cot, and go home. And he got up and went home. When the crowd saw it, they were afraid and glorified God, who had given such authority to men. As Yeshua was passing by from there, he saw a man named Matthew sitting at the tax collector's booth. He said to him, Follow me. And he got up and followed him. Now it happened that when Yeshua was reclining at the table in the house, many tax collectors and sinners came and were reclining with Yeshua and his disciples. When the Pharisees saw this, they said to his disciples, Why does this teacher of yours eat with tax collectors and sinners? But when he heard this, Yeshua said, Those who are healthy have no need for a doctor, but those who are sick do. Now go and learn what this means. Mercy I desire, and not sacrifice. For I didn't come to call the righteous, but the sinful. Then John's disciples came to him, saying, Why do we and the Pharisees fast, but your disciples do not fast? And Yeshua said to them, The guests of the bridegroom cannot mourn while the bridegroom is with them, can they? But the days will come when the bridegroom is taken away from them, and then they will fast. And no one puts a patch of unshrunk cloth on an old garment. For the patch pulls away from the garment, and a worse tear happens. Nor do they put new wine into old wineskins, otherwise the skins burst, and the wine spills out, and the skins are ruined. But they put new wine into fresh wineskins, and both are preserved. Just as he was saying these things to them, a synagogue leader came and began to bow before him, saying, My daughter has just died, but come, lay your hand on her, and she will live. And Yeshua got up and began to follow him with his disciples. Just then a woman, losing blood for twelve years, came from behind and touched the tzitzit of his garment. For she kept saying to herself, If only I touch his garment, I will be healed. But then Yeshua turned and saw her. Take heart, daughter, he said. Your faith has made you well. That very hour, the woman was healed. When Yeshua came into the synagogue leader's house and saw the flute players and the noisy crowd wailing, he said, Go away, for the girl isn't dead, but sleeping. And they began jeering at him. But when the crowd had been cleared out, he went in and took her hand, and the girl got up. And news of this spread all around the region. As Yeshua went on from there, two blind men followed him, crying out, Ben David, have mercy on us. When he went into the house, the blind men came to him. And Yeshua said to them, Do you believe that I am able to do this? Yes, Master, they said to him. Then he touched their eyes, saying, According to your faith, let it be done for you. 
and their eyes were opened. And Yeshua warned them sternly, See that no one knows. But they went out and spread the news about him all around that region. As they were going out, a mute man plagued by a demon was brought to him. After the demon was driven out, the mute man started speaking. The crowds were astounded, saying, Never has anything like this been seen in Israel. But the Pharisees were saying, By the prince of demons, he drives out demons. Now Yeshua was going around all the towns and villages, teaching in their synagogues, and proclaiming the good news of the kingdom, and healing every kind of disease and sickness. When he saw the crowds, he felt compassion for them, because they were harassed and helpless, like sheep without a shepherd. Then he said to his disciples, The harvest is plentiful, but the workers are few. Therefore pray to the Lord of the harvest, that he may send out workers into his harvest field. That was Matthew chapter 9. If you're reading through the Apostles twice this year, you will be reading 1 Peter 5 today also. I pray the Word of God is an encouragement to you today as you listened, and that the Spirit was able to speak to your heart and encourage you and reveal Himself to you more and more. I'm Johanna with Daily Bread for Busy Moms. Shalom to you from Israel. Until next time. Thank you.